At Cool Air Products, we developed AC Smart Seal Quick Shot with professionals in mind. It's the only product on the market that's three in one with sealant, lubricant, and UV dye all in a single application. It's non-toxic, non-flammable, 100% safe to the touch, eco-friendly, and compatible with all refrigerants. It's a safe solution option, backed by years of R&D, Intertech tested, and has sealed millions of leaks. AC Smart Seal, the professional's choice. What's up, guys? So this intro is coming from my van and all the other segments besides the interview is coming from my van just because of the way things have been working out lately. So on this podcast, we're going to catch up with Aaron Salo from XOI. So he was on the podcast about six months ago and and we talked about their platform and how it's helping technicians. And you guys have seen a lot of my posts over the last six months regarding XOI and, and how they've helped and some of the videos that I've posted when they, they did their, their XOI Oscars when they were picking some of the, uh, the, the better videos that came through and were awarding these videos, these, the, these content creators for, for, their, for their content that they were making for their company. So we're going to catch up with Aaron and, and talk about the state of what's happening in the world right now and how it re- relates to mechanical fields right electrical plumbing hvac we're kind of all bunched together through this and we all gotta kind of become one right um there's always battling in between the 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 trades on social media like poking fun and stuff like that but i mean when it when it comes down to it when it comes down to the nitty-gritty we're all one we should all work as one and we should all be as one really um so we're going to talk to aaron about that and, and they have a really cool offer Towards the end of the podcast, we're going to talk about the offer that that Aaron and XOI has put in place to kind of help bridge the gap between what's happening with COVID-19, social distancing, and how their platform and how their product can kind of help with that. So listen up, guys. Aaron Salo coming up right now on the HVAC Know-It-All podcast. I'm your host, Gary McCready. Welcome to the HVAC Know-It-All Podcast, recorded from a basement somewhere in Toronto, Canada. Your host and HVAC tech, Gary McCready, will take you on a deep dive into the industry discussing all things HVAC, from storytelling to technical discussion. Enjoy the show. Aaron, what's up, man? How you doing? I'm doing great. How are you today? I'm, uh, well, you know, I... I discovered something recently. Actually, I discovered it today. So in my little podcasting area, it's in my basement and the floor is concrete. My feet are always freezing. So today, tonight I decided to wear shoes to combat that because I usually stick them up just on a, a box that I have, but it's very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So I looked above me and there's a supply air diffuser right above my head so when and my fan's always running and i have uh, an hrv so it's bringing in fresh air from outside constantly but when it's colder outside um it's bringing in some of that cooler air <laughs> and it's blowing right down on my head and i just and i'm an hvac guy and i just noticed this today <laughs> so you don't notice that something hits you in the face right and you're like oh yeah well that's, that's a thing yeah, I, I looked up because I th- I think I was gonna I can't, I can't remember why I looked up and I'm like 
I maybe leaned back in my chair and I looked up and I'm like, Jesus Christ, there's a, there's a, a diffuser right above my head. No wonder I'm so cold when I sit here. Anyway, so now I have a pair of shoes on. I got a toque on. A toque is, uh, you probably, you might not know what a toque is. Do you know what a toque is? No, what is that? A toque is the Canadian word for like a, a beanie hat or like a hat, but it's got a pom-pom okay. on the top. Okay, got it. So that, that that's what Canadians call a, a beanie. And and I have a, a little bit of red wine, I must admit, to keep me uh, to keep me a little bit cozy down here. Yeah, is it, yeah. Is it to warm up up there at all or no? Yeah, it's uh, we're we're we, we're seeing some spring temps. Uh, Good. I think it was like fifty degrees today. Okay. Um, I looked outside for a minute because there was a box at my front door, and, and I had to bring it in. And I'm like, man, it's quiet out there. There's not anybody walking. There's nobody driving. I'm like, this is kind of it's kind of eerie to me. Uh, I don't know what it's like. What, what's what's it like in Nashville? Yeah, I think Nashville's the same. I mean, usually I get up five five thirty, uh, you know, and try to go get a workout in. And uh, usually Sunday mornings, you know, you see it feels a certain way, right? It's much quieter. Every day this week, it's like it feels like a Sunday. It's the best way I can describe it. It's just very quiet on the streets. You don't see a lot happening. It feels like a weekend. You know, just because people are, are sticking out at home. But you know, your your story about uh, that air hitting you in the head made me think about a story today. That was pretty funny. I'm in the office, you know, by myself. We're all working from home at XOI, and uh, I'm, I'm talking with a, a customer, and and I'm in a Zoom meeting with the video on, and all of a sudden I just stop, and they see my face and they go, "What? Ha- what's what's the matter?" And I said, I just saw three mice run across my office floor. <laughs> I said, it just kind of took me by surprise. <laughs> Didn't expect to see it. And I shared that with my team in our all hands today. And it was like, oh, man, they're taking over. We've been gone for two weeks and they're taking over, you know. So, uh, yeah, it's just speaking of things that you don't notice in these weird times or odd things. It's like an empty office apparently is, uh, becomes rodent infested pretty quickly. I actually, I, let, let me ask you about that in a second. But I, I just want to say I've noticed. I'm going to ask you about the logistics of getting everybody to work from home because that's yeah. not something that I can do um, in the field. And a lot of people that are listening to this, they can't do that because they got to go out in their truck and start working in the field. But one thing that I have, I'm trying to embrace uh, this in, in, in a certain way. You know what I mean? Because there, there's so much negativity and there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of people getting freaked out and stressed out. And, and I'm trying to, stay kind of calm and mellow and embrace certain things that are happening. And and a couple of things that I found, well, one, gas prices are, are ridiculously cheap, which is very cool. Um, the other thing that I'm loving is the light traffic. Now, what I notice is when I get home now, the last two weeks I got, I get home, I feel like lighter on my feet. I feel happier. And I, it, it's because of the traffic is lighter and I'm not spending as much time on the road. And I'm like, man, usually when I get home, I'm rushing through the door, uh, to try to eat dinner with the family before we got to rush back before I have a five minute shower, rush back out, take the kids to guitar or martial arts or whatever they're doing. Um, but now I'm getting home like 40 minutes earlier, uh, because I have like a, I live like, uh, north of like the hub of, of where I work. So I'm like an hour and a half north usually is, is my drive. So my drive is, is being cut short. So 40 minutes earlier, I'm home. I have time to go have a shower um, and then sit down on the couch with the kids and stuff after dinner and like talk and 
do whatever. And I'm like, wow, this is like, it's the stress of the, the daily, um, hustle and bustle has, has been reduced. And I, I, I'm, I'm trying to embrace that part of it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like trying to find silver linings. I think there's, there's things like that. There's signs of general quiet. I'm noticing, you know, even in our office, the, the, just the peace and quiet of a full, you know, 10, 12 hours of no interruptions. <laughs> it is, there is a certain piece about it. I think the other big thing is the freaking sun, man. We've, we've been like, it's been insanely dark here for a while and we're, we're finally, you know, cresting into, it's actually got to 80 degrees today, which is kind of strange, but nice. it's, uh, it changes the dynamic of, uh, of, uh, the fear that's kind of out there of a global pandemic when it's sunny, it's hard to look outside and see a gorgeous day and be like, Oh, the, the world's crumbling around behind, around us when it's, when it's 30 and raining, it's like, yeah, yeah, this feels about right. <laughs> you know? So yeah, d- I definitely think the whole uh, seasonal affective disorder thing is real. I think it definitely affects mm-hmm. our moods and, and just like the stress of traffic, man, which, which we so overpopulated so many of these cities that Nashville is no exception. I mean, it's insane. Um, and people, you know, we're working home more from, from home more and more now just to, just to simply deal with the fact that it takes people an hour and a half to get to our office every morning, which is insane. Um, yeah. So, so how is, how was like, how did you guys transition yeah. So I, I don't know. I don't know like how many people work in your office on a daily basis, but I mean, was it a difficult transition to get them all kind of moved to working at home? Like, how did that work out? It's it worked out a lot smoother than I thought it would. I mean, we'd come pretty dependent already on Zoom and Slack, you know, as a couple of tools that a uh, couple of companies I wish I would have put some money into about ninety days ago. By the way, uh, there there are a couple a couple companies that are doing pretty well in the midst of this. Uh, recessionary time, but, um, you know, we just, we got pretty acclimated to it and, and, you know, our business is video and live video. So that's something we, we try to use often in everything that we do. So it was a, as a fairly easy transition, uh, from the office perspective, but it's still different. There is something nice about human interaction. And, uh, we also have our heavy travel company cause we like being in front of our customers and clients, you know, so, um, you know, I've been doing a hundred flights a year for six years straight easy. And wow. so it is a little odd to not be on a plane. Uh, but, uh, you know, I think the transition has been good and I think it forces us to, you know, to think about when we communicate that it's valuable, that it's not just bullshitting too much, you know, and sometimes it's easy to do that. Uh, so I think there's a few things that, that, that make it, you know, better. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, let's, let's, let's bring, um, everybody up to speed on yeah. on XOI like uh, we we talked a few months ago but i mean there there could be well i'm i'm hoping there's there's some new audience members out there <laughs> that are listening since then so maybe if you could just give us a a quick rundown on on the platform just so yeah. for anybody that hasn't never heard of XOI kind of knows what it is as we kind of progress the conversation yeah so uh XOI is a tool for technicians that it's going to help them curb to curb we say so by the time they get out of their van or truck and until the time they get back in uh by giving them a, a tool that uses photo video and notes to communicate with the office uh to communicate with your customers and to consume the information you need uh, more readily to get the job done right every single time sweet so i mean we were working together for for a bit and and I really enjoyed um the content that I was seeing from you guys I think you guys called it the uh the XOI Oscars, right? <laughs> yeah, right. 
Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so I was really that. enjoying, I was really yeah. enjoying the videos that, that were coming out of that because it was very clear and very open and very honest about what was happening on the roof or wherever the technician was. And there was the before shot showing this is what's wrong. And then the after video showing this is what I did to fix it. Um, and that, that is very cool for a customer to see just because they can't, most of the time, the customer's not going to go to the roof. And, and a lot of times the people that make the decisions on the money that's spent might not be in facilities. They might be in accounting. So they don't really understand what a, a, uh, a circuit board or a bad circuit board is. But as soon as they see a video of a circuit board with a big burnt piece on the side of it they're like oh yeah I, I better spend money to get that fixed because now it's a visual thing so so stuff like that is, is very valuable so so can you talk about that for a bit like these these video these content videos that companies are making and, and storing and keeping and, and transferring over to the customer and how that's helping them generate work and keep honesty and transparency alive with, with their customer yeah, I think it's uh, I think, you know, one of the reasons this is something that's continued to, to adopt with with contractors so quickly is that technicians are doing super valuable work and they're seeing things that are immensely valuable on equipment that is incredibly expensive uh, for uh, building owners and leaseholders to maintain. And up until today, uh, you know, with X with XOI, guys have relied on kind of ad hoc methods to communicate those things. And that's, like you said, uh, some sort of preventative repair or some sort of justification of cost or a safety issue. You know, hey, this is an unsafe work environment and here's why. And part of that is because guys uh, didn't get into this field to, to be eloquent book writers. There's a handful of them, right? And you guys listen and know mm -hmm. who you are and that's good, that's good too. But most guys are like, look, I've got a, I got a skill. I've refined this thing over time. I'm not writing a book. I might take a couple pictures. Uh, we just try to make, try to remove all those obstacles and go, man, just hold your phone out, show us what's going on, talk about it, and people will understand what's what's happening. And and I think um, in an industry like this, where a building owner is spending thirty five to fifty percent of their annual cost is on this these pieces of equipment, they care about this stuff, but they don't know why something costs twenty thousand dollars, you know. And, and yeah. so being able to, to understand that. Plus, I think, you know, we talked about this last time, but there's a stigma to, you know, people in the blue power trades. Um, you know, it's like these guys, you know, they see a guy covered in tattoos and, you know, maybe not speaking as eloquent as their college degree told them they should speak. And so they go, ah, I don't trust this guy. Right. And that's and that's shit. And that's not right. But the reality is these are some of the smartest men and women uh, in the country. They're keeping the world turning. You got to trust them. And this is just another tool to prove it. You know, so whatever the issue may be, whether it's what you're describing, whether it's just just professional pride, you know, being able to show off a piece of work. I don't know if I mentioned this last time, but, you know, some I've seen guys in their 50s and 60s buying selfie sticks, making videos on the roof is one of the most <laughs> one of the coolest things I've seen. Right. It's like, I mean, what are the chances they would buy that any other reason? But they're really getting into this idea, probably because they've been in the trade so long. It's like, man, no one's ever appreciated what I do up here. No, people are always questioning me, you know, unless I got that relationship I built over a decade. New customers mm -hmm. are going, oh, really? Yeah, let me show you. And it's just there's professional pride. That's one thing that I think is consistent across every blue collar person I've ever met that really cares about their craft. There's professional pride there, man. I know it's in you. I see it in you. I see it in your videos. It's like, look, check this out. 
Uh, and that's, that's healthy and awesome. And it's your ability to show that off every single time. Yeah. I, I, I legitimately see, like, I, I, I got my crystal ball. I legitimately, legitimately, I can't, I can't even spit that word out. <laughs> legitimately see in the future, like 10 years from now, every technician is going to have one of those like cell phone gimbals and they're going to be, they're going to be walking around and they're going to have a tripod and they're going to set it up and they're going to go to work. I mean, it's happening now with the GoPros. Like if you, you get on any platform, you can see from someone from, uh, from electrical to plumbing, to HVAC, to whatever trade they're in, they're taking a lot of pride in their work. They're setting up the GoPro and they're doing these, like, uh, these, uh, what do you call them? Jesus, the, the name is eluding me that when, when you speed up the video, the time, the time-lapse video, they're, they're doing, they're doing these and, and they're super cool and people are putting music to them and they're, mm-hmm. and they're putting text in and, and they're adding effects. And, and I think for me, I think that for everybody that sees these videos and somebody doing really good quality work, it's, it's a lot, it's causing them to say, Hey, I'm going to step up my game. I'm going to try that. And it's causing everybody to kind of step up their game just a touch you know what i mean and 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 i see that i mean in in 10 years from now everybody's going to be carrying like a a little tripod or a gopro and they're going to be filming everything they do because they're going to see the value in that right and and that's one thing that your platform does is you don't need to worry about saving it on your phone or on your gopro and stuff like it's all saved at the cloud right Mm -hmm. right Right. Easily accessible, pull it back up. I mean, think about it. It's in every other part of our, our world. Uh, I just did a presentation uh, with a group today and, and uh, did some interesting research around this. So uh, in globally, 85% of all internet traffic, if you look at kind of the consumption of, of bandwidth, is video. Mm-hmm. Right? Like I was, I, I use my, my little sister as an example. I think she's she's got a, a cell phone. I'm not sure she's ever using it to actually talk to people. I don't know why they even call them phones anymore, <laughs> yeah. right? She's, yeah, exactly. she's consuming and making videos. That's what she's doing. I mean, look at the look at the explosion of like TikTok and, and these kind of platforms. Um, it is becoming a course. So, so this younger generation coming up, this is like second nature to them. It's not a it's not a it's not an ask. It's not a special thing. It's it's the standard. Um, yeah, how they communicate right. in their personal lives. So why not let that, you know, reflect itself in in your business and professional life as well, because that's where it's headed. And we've seen that happen a lot. A lot of times consumer products get adopted and then the enterprise kind of picks it up behind that. I think, yeah, to your point, it's, it's going to be a standard, you know, in the industry and something people just do because that's, that's how they build upon it. And the other piece yeah. too, man, that's super interesting is like companies, you know, I kind of mentioned this to folks, like I ask, I'm fortunate enough to ask hundreds of CEOs, like, when you started your business and typically the guys that left another company and said, screw these guys, I'm going to build my own thing. Right. And, uh, it's like, why have you been successful? How'd you make it for 20 years? Well, you know, I just did work with integrity You know, people trust me and, you know, I hired really good techs. I'm a good tech and I hire good, hire good techs. And if you think about what we do, it's really just an extension of those same ethos. It's not, it's not a special new paradigm. It's simply saying, Hey, the things that have made field service companies, successful over decades are, are really boiled down to those two things, the talent of the technician and the fact that they do things with integrity and character. They don't screw people and trust builds, you know, revenue and sales because people will work with you and give you the next job and the next job. And, and so when you kind of think about it that way, it's like, Oh, well, that's why that works. 
right? This isn't some, this isn't snake oil. It's just building on the, the foundations that, that people have made themselves successful with today. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. And then the, the technology is kind of just like a, an accent on top of that to kind of help further that relationship a little bit, I, I, I think. So, I mean, is there anything new happening with, with XOI since the, the, the last uh, interview we did uh, five, yeah. six months ago? Yeah, continuing to uh, to focus, you know, heavily in the mechanical electrical plumbing space. We're we're getting ready in a few months here to release uh, Journeyman 1.0, which is a is a product that's uh, by simply taking the picture of a data plate, um, manual wiring diagrams, video content, and live video support will show up uh, to the technician within a few minutes. Um, and so we've uh, continued to add to that repository, kind of fifty two thousand manuals and wiring diagrams today. Um, and we're constantly kind of updating that. So really just, we want to take the search out of, out of a technician's world, right? That's not real value added time for them to be trying to type in the right keywords or, you know, searching Google or waiting on hold with the distributor and OEM. It's like, how do we simply have a picture surface, super meaningful assistance on anything you possibly need every time, whether you need it or not, it's there for you, you know? And so we're continuing to innovate in those spaces and, and those aren't things that are simple, like, hey, we're going to, you know, just go ahead and make that. This is built on years of machine learning and data capture and, uh, you know, kind of using, you know, millions of pieces of customer content to train our models so they know what to listen for. And, and uh, they can do cool things like OCR and stuff like that. So uh, really excited about that. It's, it's the reason I started the company. And I think uh, we're finally getting to a place where that first layer uh, is going to be released and uh, I believe truly it's going to change the game. We also are getting into heavily into uh, union apprentice programs. Uh, mm-hmm. So guys are training on this stuff and they're going to be one of the first folks that get to start using these, this beta version of journeyman. I believe, believe deeply that uh, this is a tool that um, we need to bring to the level of what consumers have today. You know, you'll hear old school guys and maybe guys listen now go, yeah, I had to shadow someone for two years and I had to learn the hard way. Well, yeah, that's that's true, and that is a great way to learn. But the reality is, uh, this generation of kids has more information at their fingertips than you could ever possibly imagine. So the idea that this industry would be any different um, is just going to create a lag, right? And it's gonna it's gonna have them fall behind. So we believe that this is uh, an opportunity to, to serve um, this this group of people and, and give them a tool that really matters. Yeah, I, I mean, the uh, the journeyman one the way you describe it it, it, it kind of sounds like it works sort similar to there, there's a, a Copeland mobile app that, uh, that, that Emerson has basically, you can scan a picture of the serial number of a compressor and it brings up all the information that that compressor has, right? The, any, any information, voltage, amperage, amount of oil, the, the type of crankcase heater it uses. Um, and it's so valuable. I mean, there's a lot of texts that don't even know about it or don't use it but it's a it's a very valuable tool so something like the journeyman 1.0 taking a picture of a nameplate and having the uh the correct documents and stuff uh sent to you that that is that is super cool i mean um so did you say fifty two thousand um documents you've generated or something is that what you said that number so goes how, up like, down because we, you know, do rev control and everything. We have scrapers that pull them together, and then we're we have relationships with OEMs to make sure we have the most up to date uh, documentation based on the unit. Okay, I, like I was going to ask, like how 
how much work is that to accumulate that much data like over time like how long did that take to accumulate every you know the interesting piece is that the accumulation of the content is definitely a, a mountain um but i think that the more the more important factor here is how easy is it to surface um there's certainly plenty of apps out there we can go search and find you know manuals and wiring diagrams and several folks doing a great job of that uh, i think the key the key difference there is you're you're definitely connecting with technicians who are willing and able to do that and i think at the end of the day it's still activity that's not value added to the job they're trying to do so when i think about you know the xy workflow engine the fact that the guys are taking pictures of data plates because they want to get good asset registration back in their field service management platform and they don't want to write down a 28 character off the numeric that's what's in it for them if I can also build on that and say, yeah, in addition to making that really easy for you, I'm just going to surface this stuff to your phone and it's at your beck and call. And in addition to that, we've got premium video content showing you how to do it. And if that doesn't work, uh, you can connect to, to an expert. Um, you know, we want to automate that process uh, as much as possible and, you know, even have, have, you know, IP around that. Um, fortunately, that's, that's been awesome as well. So I think there's, a ton of, of opportunity to make that seamless, uh, but tied into tied into their day, tied into their FSM workflow, like just making that whole process seamless versus a separate app, with a separate um, you know kind of battery of activities that you have to do to get the information that you need. Um, I think that's you know it's interesting. One of the biggest challenges I hear across field service uh, companies is I'm trying to reduce the number of apps my guys have to get into. And that's one of the reasons that we were really intentional about integration with a ton of field service management solutions. I think we're up to 35 or 40 at this point, uh, different, different folks that we have deep integrations into because it really allows them to tie it into their day in a way that's seamless. And then allows us to make the, the data really powerfully delivered as well. All right, I got some cool announcements for you guys, and I'm going to tell you about a new sponsor of the HVAC Know-It-All podcast, and it's a digital product, an app that helps you keep your projects organized across the company. It's very, very cool. So the first announcement I want to let you know about is True Tech Tools is turning 13. What they're doing, because Testo was their first tool that they sold, what they're doing with Testo products in the month of April is they're offering... 13% off. Incredible stuff. 13%. Don't use code know-it-all. You got to use a different code through the month of April to get that 13%. The code is TESTO and TTT. All one word. T-E-S-T-O-A-N-D-T-T-T. So TESTO and TTT will get you your 13% off TESTO products at True Tech Tools through the month of April. That's some badass stuff right there. The other announcement Navac is now offering a three-year warranty on their NRDD recovery machine. That recovery machine is badass. It's innovative, it's intuitive, and it's taking off within the HVAC space. Well, where else would you use a recovery unit? But it's taken off because of how innovative it is. So three-year warranty when you register it on Navac's site. Okay, so you're covered up for three years, and and that's, that's a pretty cool thing that they're doing for you guys. I picked up some Venom packs finally. Refrigeration Technologies has taken their chemicals for coil cleaning and whatnot and reduced them into Venom packs, concentrated packs. 
so it's a lot easier for you to carry around. I had one of the bags, one of the prototype bags, rolling around in my truck for about a year as a test, just filled with water. It was an unmarked bag filled with water, and it didn't pop, it didn't leak. And it's got like a little plastic cap, a reusable cap that you, when you take off, you can seal it back up. So those venom packs are concentrated. You just add some water and you're good to go. So check those out guys from Refrigeration Technologies. Blue One, it's a must, I think, this day and age to be accredited on their app because of the access you have to all the manuals, conversion instructions to their TDX20 refrigerant, and the fact that they offer 24 seven tech support for all things cooling through their app. And they're advertising a two minute wait time. Now we all know that tech support is very difficult to get through to. At times, sometimes we wait for hours, sometimes we wait for days, I've had them not even call me back. So it's, it's incredible what they're doing to help out the industry. So download the Blue On app, get accredited, check out their refrigerant, check out the manuals and check out their tech support. We're going we're gonna to come to uh, the end here of this and, and I want to I tell you about a new sponsor that the HVAC Know-It-All podcast has. We've been talking for a couple of months, myself and Jordan from Company Cam. He's been showing me the product slowly over time and I've looked into a bit and I, and I did a demo of it last week. It's a very, very easy platform to keep all of your job site pictures and notes in one place so everybody can see them. So there's not back and forth texting and back and forth phone calls to see how the job is going. So basically the premise of it, if I can break it down the easiest way, the premise is this. You create a project, say you're at one, two, three, um, TX valve lane, as an example, a TX valve, right? <laughs> so say you're there and there's an ongoing job and the job is going to be a day. Maybe it's going to be two weeks. Who knows? Anybody on that site that's using company cam can take pictures and make notes, right? Of the job and the progress. And anybody within the company now that has access to that can see the progress and see the pictures and see all the notes. So there's no calling, how's it going, what's going on, what's this, what's that. Um, very, very easy to use and I'll be posting little tidbits and video, um, bite-sized pieces of the video of the training I went through because it was recorded and we're gonna show you guys a, a bit more of this, this platform as we roll along in the next couple of months because it's, it's very intuitive, it's very easy to use, and it keeps everything in one place and makes it easy for the managers and the owners and even the other techs, like job history. Next time he goes back to 123TXV lane, he can check what was done here. Oh, here are the pictures, here's what he saw, here's what he did, here's what he found. Here's how he fixed it. Anybody can access that. That's that's very cool stuff. So they're the new sponsor, the HVAC Know It All podcast. They're called Company Cam. And I'm gonna put a link to the free demo, or sorry, the the, the it's not a demo, it, it's a free trial of their product for 14 days. I'm gonna put a link to that in the podcast notes. This segment of the podcast is brought to you by Harago, a trades-only platform helping you find the right job or the right candidate. Harago.com, best in trade. So a question I have for you, and we talked about this last time, was 
implementing po- the possibility of, of having a tech support that was not actually really on your team, like within mm-hmm. your company, just tech support that you could call into um, using the XOI app and they would kind of be people that have experience in the trade that could kind of help you along with different things. Is, yeah. is, are you still working on that? Yeah. So I think there's a real opportunity out there for that. I think uh, for us, we do have internal experts and they're doing a lot around the data science, machine learning side. And we've had, we've definitely had support uh, for customers as part of that from a trial perspective. I think there are some considerations uh, that we're learning as we're continuing to drive this forward on who's looking for that and why, how many of those folks would rather have those resources internal to their business and mm-hmm. you know what what uh, type of liability or concerns are there too, right? Uh, how are you how are you protecting that person and that person's company uh, from not getting injured and all these different things? So I think it's a it's a much bitter, bigger nut to crack. Um, yes. In terms of in terms of doing that when you're not at all related to that person's liability insurance and to their workman's comp and all the different variables. Uh, I think my concern around it is I think if, if in some other folks I see doing these kind of things is, you know, what, what, what risk is there? Right. And, and is it something that is sustainable in a manner that is safe? And I'd love to get your perspective on that too. Uh, and what, how you see it as somebody who's in the field all the time. I mean, I, yeah, I, as, as a young technician, young technicians need a lot of guidance, uh, because we, we've um, we've all been aware that some of the older technicians will start leaving the trade soon, and a lot of that mm-hmm. knowledge will be kind of dissipating over time. So the younger technicians need they need somebody to lean on, and they're going to need some information. And how they get that information, um, there's there's many ways to get it nowadays, uh, but they might choose to to do it through XOI. And if, if they did, and you had a, th- a third party person that you could call or get a hold of, I mean, that would be awesome. If that person was an expert in that niche, you know what I mean? So yeah. if, if somebody was having a problem with a chiller and there was like five chiller techs you had on standby to call in and um, they could, they could look at the chiller. They might not know the ins and outs of every specific brand or every, every specific model, but they know how a chiller works and how it's supposed to run and what's supposed to happen. So if it's a general problem, yeah, they could probably help. If it's something specific like, um, oh, I don't know the code to get into this controller, um, that might be a proprietary code that only the manufacturer gives out. They might not be able to help with that but Mm -hmm. they could help with generalized questions. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. And I think, you know, depending on the size of the, of the organization from what we've seen from a lot of feedback is, is definitely impactful as well. Smaller organizations that don't have the resources to put a virtual service center in place. And that's a majority of the, of the market. Um, certainly, you know, third party would make sense. Plus it reduces the kind of the, the taboo, um, feeling technicians have around asking for help within their company. You know, they just, you know, young guys don't want to look stupid and they feel like if they acknowledge you don't know how to fix something to their boss, it's going to reflect on them negatively somehow, you know? Yeah, no, I, 
I get questions um, weekly. I get like my inbox, man, is is nuts because people message me all the time, and I feel horrible because I'd say a massive chunk of those questions I have no idea because people are asking me specific questions about specific equipment I've never worked on or seen. And I'm like, sorry, I, I, I don't know how to help you. If it's, if it's a generalized question, then I can help. Uh, but I, I feel, uh, I feel bad one, because <laughs> I really don't have time to give everybody, uh, a really good, um, heartfelt, thoughtful answer. I just don't have the time for it. Cause I, I'd be sitting on my phone all day, just helping people. Yeah. So they're, they're, they're quick answers and hopefully that answer that I give them helps. If not, I'm say I just say, sorry, I don't know enough about that to, to help you. So I wish you luck. <laughs> That's all I can yeah. say, man. I like, yeah. unless I know somebody else that is an expert in that I could possibly send them over to that person. But I mean, like I said, my inbox is just, it's, it's filled and, and it's mostly younger techs, but there's a lot of older techs too. And, and this is what I, this is what I notice with the older techs. They might be very seasoned and good at what they do. Okay. But a lot of this equipment that's coming in nowadays, it's more advanced on the, uh, the technical side where, um, they need to know a little bit more about, how a phone works and a computer works and stuff like that. And, and they kind of get intimidated with that. So there's a, there's a space for the older techs trying to learn the new technology as well to, to ask questions and get help with that. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. I, I, uh, one thing that that, that guy told me years ago, and I've heard a lot of people say it since is that the older and more experienced the tech, actually the more willing they are to ask for help uh, because they kind of gotten over the ego side. <laughs> and they understand like, yep, I, I don't really know how to do this and I'm not going to dick around with this for another hour. I'm just going to ask the right person for help. Uh, whereas you would think, it, you know, you may think that's illogical. You know, the young guy's going to ask, right? Well, all those guys are bullheaded and they've got it all figured out, right? And they're going to bang their head against the wall for two hours before they call someone, you know, which is interesting. I, I have, yeah, I, I've seen it all kinds of ways. I've, I've seen, yeah. I've seen guys get on, on a, my Facebook group and I've been doing this for 25 years and I've never seen that in my life. So <laughs> like, like, hold up, man. Like just because you've never seen it in your life does not mean that it doesn't exist or it's not true or people are doing it differently. I mean, when you comment on something, please remember that there's the entire world that's looking potentially, I mean, not all at once, but there could be people from eight, nine countries looking at that comment and everybody does things differently. And you need to keep in mind that just because you haven't seen it doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. You can't base your comments just on your life when you're on the internet because it's a worldwide thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and codes, d different codes apply to different places. And, and that's what causes a lot of the, uh, the issues as well when it comes to tech support. It's like, hey, what do you think of my furnace install? Should I have done this and this, this differently? And then the whoever it is, no matter how good it looks, the person is harped on for this and that and the little tiny things. But they're not getting the proper feedback that they need because 
everybody does things a little bit differently. Their codes might be a little bit different um, s- set up where where they're at, like depending on the town, the city, province, state, wherever. Um, so they're not getting the right feedback. They're just getting harped on. So, I mean, there needs to be a change in that um, on, on how technicians are getting feedback because if they don't get the right feedback, they're not going to advance their, their thinking and advance their tech techniques and their skills. Right. Right. Do you, uh, what's your take? And I'm curious, I'm not trying to interview you here, Gary, but I'm just curious about this. How, how do you think that the, that the, the facilities managers are changing on the commercial side, the inexperience. And what I'm hearing is a lot, a lot more inexperienced, younger people taking these jobs. They don't know what they're doing, you know, and they're, and they're, and you're trying to convey things to them. How does that impact yeah, the world? I, I, I've seen, you know what, man, for, from when I started 20 years ago, I seen facilities managers that knew nothing about anything mechanical. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I see facilities managers that have been in, mechanical backgrounds that that know a lot of stuff um so it's it's not that i'm seeing where i see the uh the new people coming in is in tech support i see newer people that maybe come out of university with a degree of some sort um and then they're they're shoved in a tech support position and all they have are the manuals that that i have and this is the most frustrating part you can call them up and they'll They'll pull out the manual that you've got and then read you the paragraph that you've already read that you're trying to basically decipher decipher and get in more enhanced or advanced information on that paragraph you just read. And that's that's all they tell you. Um, and these, the, these people have no experience in the field whatsoever. And that can be super, super frustrating. Right. And that's why, that's why people turn to um, social media, Facebook groups and Instagram and stuff, because they know the professionals that do the work are there. And if they can just cross their fingers, put out a post and go, please help. Hopefully they get the right answer. They might get shit on a few times (laughs) before Mm -hmm. they get the right answer, but they might get it. And and people are turning away from tech support. I find to, to, to find the, the technician they need that's out there somewhere in the world to do it. Yeah. Yeah. One of our live video examples we use is a guy uh, uh, putting a machine at a defrost cycle. And I show a technician that they're like, if that guy doesn't know how to do that, he should never work anywhere in his life kind of thing. It's like, hey, guys, we're just oh, trying they, to show yeah, off. Yeah, I, I, see those, I see those comments all the time. Yeah. I, I saw one uh, last week. It was a, it was a genuine question from a, a, a guy. Uh, I think it was maybe his first year in the trade. I can't remember how long he'd been in the trade, but he said he was new. And he was trying to check, um, or he was checking power, but mm-hmm. he was getting some weird readings that he didn't understand. And people were like, well, if you don't know how to check power safely, you shouldn't be doing it. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, I'm, I'm thinking this in my head. He never said he doesn't know how to check it safely. From what I understand, he's checked the power. He knows what it is. He just wants to decipher what the readings are. Just because he doesn't know what the readings mean doesn't mean that he wasn't doing it safely. And, and that's where people jump to conclusions and they just, it just starts a whirlwind of, of hate and negativity and bashing. And it's just, it's ridiculous. I I can't take it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, I think it's, it's the same fear mongering that's happening around the coronavirus stuff right now. It's, it's people are attracted to negativity and drama. People know that that sells. Right. And, and those kind of threads, they get all the, they get all the views and all the comments 
Uh, and then of course the, the good stuff has just got a handful, you know, uh, just, it's just how we're wired uh, for whatever reason. Every, yeah. Everybody slows down on the highway to see the car wreck because people are just drawn to disaster for some reason. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. So I, we should talk about before we head out about what you're kind of offering with, um, with XOI to the, to the folks that are within mechanical industries or whoever wants to use it to kind of get through this, this time. Cause we're, we're obviously social distancing is a huge thing, um, right now that's being promoted across any media channel you can think of. So what are you doing uh, as far as, uh, offering, offering the, the potential customers? What, what are you doing for them yeah. to, to help move, move yeah, that along? So- yeah, so so it was it was interesting over the last month or so, and especially over the last couple of weeks, that you know more and more customers are writing to us and saying, "Hey, you know, I'm using I'm using your tool more than ever because I, I need to communicate with my customer, and I got to stay as far away from them as possible, you know, residential side and commercial, and uh, looking for ways to communicate in effective ways where you know maybe the typical kind of uh, video communications aren't, aren't sufficient." And, and so we said, man, what can we do to kind of put our money where our mouth is? No catch, no, you know, opportunism, but just say, Hey, you know, if we offered our tool to folks in these times. Would this be helpful? And, um, so what we, we've done is we're offering the vision platform to, to any contractor, uh, with no charge and no obligation until September of this year. So the next five months. And, and the purpose of that is really, again, just to, to, to be helpful. Of course, we would love to earn their business in the fall, but this isn't tied to a contract that's going to lock them in for two years type of thing. It's simply saying, Hey, uh, use this thing during this time to, to share content with customers, to start video calls with customers. So you don't have to come into their homes or their facilities, maybe walk them through a fix remotely. Or if you do come, you come with the right part and the right person. Uh, and so, uh, I know for a fact that even this week we've had people sign up that, that likely aren't going to be customers in the future. And that's all right. Uh, I think the true measure of a man, a woman or a company is found in tough times. And to me, uh, that's the most important thing we can do to help right now. And we're fortunate that we built something that wasn't built for this purpose, but ultimately can help people for this thing. And I'm really encouraged by the stories that we're hearing from the field. We're hearing people that are doing stuff on the residential side where a family's going in second story of a building and quarantining themselves in a bedroom, doing a live call down to a tech in front of the thermostat or the air handling unit, talking them through a problem. Uh, just kind of wild stuff you wouldn't have imagined a few months ago, but just gives them a sense of ease. And when they can offer that and their competitor can't, it's, it sets them apart. So yeah, people want to learn more about it. They can hit us up at info at XOI.io. And, uh, you know, we certainly will, will get them rolling. Yeah, that's, that's very commendable that you're doing that. Uh, there's, there's a lot of, a lot of big companies around, well, that I know in, in this area are doing similar things. Everybody's trying to alleviate the stress and the financial burden, um, that this is causing a lot of people by, by doing stuff like that. Um, the governments are obviously putting out aid packages and stuff like that. And, and, I, and I don't really want to get into to that stuff. But I mean, I, I think it's very, very cool and commendable that you're offering that till September, because it really could help a lot of companies. And then once they see the, the attributes and, and uh, the advantages of using it, you could lock a lot of those customers in afterwards. So I, I mean, it, it is a good thing. And, and the fact that 
you're doing that for them. I mean, a lot of people are, are they're loyal. They, they like to give back to where um, they're given to. So at the end of the free trial, they might say, you know what? These guys are great to me. I'm going to be good to them and I'm going to try this out for another extended period and and you might get some more customers out of it so i've been afforded a lot of uh, opportunities um in tough times in my own life professionally and personally and uh, i i don't think there's any other way to do it is to give without expectation and um mm-hmm. you know it may seem it may seem to some people like that like there's there's an angle or there's an approach here it is certainly we're in business to to grow a company but um, you know, people could, could absolutely leverage this tool for five months and say, we're all set. And the reason we did five months is not because we think there's going to be a pandemic for five months is because we only serve mechanical companies and we know the summer is brutal. So this idea of being like, yeah, we got, we're using this thing and now it's summer and I've got to think about a payment and onboarding people that maybe don't need it right now and all the different things. It's like, look, use it through the busy period. And if you decide you still want to in the future, you can you know, uh, so, you know, trying to be mindful of that and hopefully help some folks out. So there it is, guys. Aaron is offering the platform XOI technologies vision platform to you for free right through the summer. If you want to check it out, I got to get back to work guys. So thank you, Aaron. Thank you very much for the podcast. Second time around great conversation about what's going on in the industry right now. I really, really enjoyed it. Got to get back to work. I'm out. Happy HVAC. Hope you enjoyed the show. Follow HVAC Know It All on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, LinkedIn, and anywhere else Gary feels like popping up. This has been a Two Smokes and a Coffee production.